everyone, and welcome to Taco Talks. I am your host, Adam, a.k.a. Dr. Taco1982, and I'm here today to give you a quick rundown of what Taco Talks is all about. Here on Taco Talks, I spill the refried beans with my friends in an informal Q&A format discussing our favorite video games, movies, TV, comic books, and more. Each episode, I'll have a guest, and we'll dive into a topic near and dear to them. My goal is to learn more about my friends and maybe share something new with you. I'm also hoping to get interviews with indie game developers and comic book creators as well. Most likely, this will be a PG-13-esque podcast, as I'm sure my foul mouth will drop a colorful expletive or two. My goal is to have a bi-weekly schedule releasing on Tuesdays. Taco Tuesday makes sense, right? For any news or info about Taco Talks, head over to Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. All news and updates will be released on the Dr. Taco 1982 brand. Use the addresses facebook.com, instagram.com, or twitter.com backslash drtaco1982 to drop a follow. Thank you so much for giving my little podcast a chance. And as a little bonus on this here trailer, here's a small clip from our first episode. I say, yeah, so far for me, like, I only, I've only been able to have, like, the one character. I made my Nowhere for your guys uh, campaign that I joined in, what, like, two or three years ago at this point? Mm-hmm. And... That's kind of where it sparked my interest into D&D and the role-playing. And I really enjoyed being my little tiefling, uh, whoa, tiefling warlock. Tiefling warlock. And I felt it felt like it took a little while for me to find my place in the group because you guys kind of had like an established quest. And then I just kind of joined on a random thing, fighting a bog monster. And mm-hmm. then just kind of just kind of stuck on and stayed around with the team. But I feel like. I feel like it at least let me get into the game and kind of like start learning it. And that was more or less kind of where I actually learned that I also enjoyed D&D because I honestly didn't really know going into it whether it was something that I was going to actively like enjoy doing more or less because it's always something I've looked at. I'm not going to necessarily say something that like weird people do, but it's it's I've always looked at it as it's more of a. I don't know if I have the imagination for this. And I get that. I, I get that, that the the game can seem very just foreboding when you, especially depending on who you talk to, some people will build these grand stories up about it and it will, instead of like entice a new person in, it will scare them off because they're like, oh, well, like there's so much to learn. I There's no way I could ever do this. Yeah, and that that more or less to me was definitely part of it because it was just one of those things where it's like you get the rule book put in front of you, you know, the player's hand guy and the DM guy just kind of looking through and trying to learn all the different stuff. And it reaches a point where it's like, okay, I understand I'm playing a game, but it's like there's 700 pages of rules in front of me. So it's like how much of this is actually going to be I'm playing a game and how much is this is going to be like, I actually get to do stuff. Because going into it, it really did feel like, well, I don't know what to do because I don't want to step all over everybody else. And I don't know what I'm actually able to do. And I don't want to look stupid. So it was it was a very, very weird thing. But thankfully, like playing with all of you guys, you're all my close friends. So I didn't really have to worry about like being shunned or <laughs> crucified <laughs> on the spot for like being like, wow, what a D&D faux pas. How dare you? But uh no, uh, you were you were a blast to have in the campaign when you joined up. I loved Nowhere as a character. He was Nowhere was always just a hoot to have because I was never a hundred percent sure what you were going to have him do, and that just became his charm. 
And as I've told you since then, Nowhere has actually made appearances in later campaigns. And I have tried to uh, hold the spirit of Nowhere as best as possible and still do those kind of every now and then just weird things that Nowhere would do. And it always goes over perfectly because people are never really sure how to react to him. And that's, uh, I mean, if you're doing that, then you're kind of encapsulating the character pretty well because, like, when I first came into the campaign, even I didn't really know what I wanted to do with the character because I sent you that, like, five-page backstory of his, like, mm-hmm. his, his, his troubled youth of growing up in this village of tieflings and... You know, they hated being tieflings because all the areas around their village shunned them into this valley and they were basically starving and dying. And they finally are like praying to all these different gods for them to just, you know, cure them of being tieflings. They don't want to be tieflings anymore. And they end up hooking up with an elder god that's like, yeah, all you have to do is like worship me and uh, I'm going to hook you guys up with a tiefling cure. And they were like, of course, like, oh, yeah, let's do that. So they base the entire society around this elder god that actually has no interest in helping them and basically just controls this community for hundreds of years. And poor nowhere, my guy is actually born acolyte and he grows up in this, this village and his father is also known as acolyte and anybody who is named acolyte is named that because they are like one of the main people in the church. So Acolyte, aka Nowhere, is getting trained on how to continue the quote-unquote rituals that will eventually save them, even though they've been unsuccessful for hundreds of years. The night before the ritual, he's just begging and pleading to get out of this somehow, just praying to anything that'll listen to him. And he ends up making a deal with a demon and he's like, you know, listen, I'll, I'll hook you up. I'll get you out of here. You know, you just, you know, you just got to do something for me in the future. And nowhere is like, whatever. If it gets me out of here, homie, I'm going to do it. I don't, I don't give a shit. Like, let's get out of here. And that's kind of where his warlock pack starts is with that uh, demon. And granted, he's only like 12 years old or something at this point. And then he kind that's of goes, great age to start. <laughs> he goes out into the world. And when I first had him in the campaign, he was, I mean, I always kept him kind of distant. He was very distant. He had a disdain of religion and like all of these things and very condescending. But like, as I started to play him, like I got to thinking like, this isn't really the character I want to be. I don't really think this is going to be a lot of fun. So I tried to keep some of the initial aspects of him and I turned him more into a, I don't necessarily want to say comedy character, But I wanted to turn him into the character that made the party have to think a little bit more because it felt like a lot of times, and I know my friends are going to listen to this. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not not shitting on you. I love all of you very much. But specifically in this campaign, everybody felt very like, this is what I do. That's it. Like, it, it, it never really felt like anybody wanted to do anything except for like a very narrow thing. So like I always tried to make it nowhere's job to spice up life a little bit, I guess you could say. Oh, he did that. And that was that is exactly what nowhere did. And it's like I can think of times where I I would say things 
And the party, they wouldn't even question me. They just would more or less be like, I don't understand what he's doing. I'm going to go over here and distance myself from him now. Oh, one of those times specifically is when uh, we got done fighting. What was it? It was that, that big summoned monster you made. And that we were trying to. Abomination? Yeah. And we were trying to, like, unify these two towns because the bandits <laughs> were playing each other against them. And when I finally got in there and we defeat it, like, we're telling them, like, oh, hey, you know what? Like, you can go back. <sighs> Mike, nowhere goes up to a guard and just goes, where are the children? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and everybody in the party just, like, hard stops and, like, looks at me like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> that he wants to know where the children are. Nobody questions me. Nobody says anything. They just kind of go that and then they go about continuing talking to like the representatives about trying to get the town set up. Meanwhile, all Nowhere is doing is going over because he recently learned the performance trait because I figured yes, he did. why the hell not learn to do that to make a little extra income on the side. All I wanted to do was go over and help these kids, give them a little magic show. You know, they've been living in a cave with like no food. I'm just trying to give them some joy. Meanwhile, everybody else is like, well, Nowhere is a kitty diddler. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't really understand why he's in the party now. Uh, that was a great session. 